everyone. Thank you for joining us today and welcome to Eagle Eye. Every two weeks, we'll have exclusive interviews with your favorite BC student athletes, professors, alumni, and more. Make sure to follow The Heights on Instagram and Facebook to suggest guests you want to hear from. You can catch up on the latest headlines on The Heights Facebook page every Monday. I'm Zianan, the head editor of Multimedia. And I'm Asa Ackerley, associate editor for sports. Today's exciting because we have a special guest, Boston College's men's basketball's new head coach, Coach Earl Grant. Coach, can you please introduce yourself? Yeah, um, Earl Grant here, you know, um, obviously excited to be uh, the head coach here at Boston College. Spent seven years at the College of Charleston and, and uh, had an opportunity to coach in this league before at Clemson. But just really excited to be here, uh, to be at a special place uh, with so much great history and, and so much success in this DNA and this fabric as an institution. So, um, you know, just excited to get started and see if we can build this program. That's awesome. Thank you again for being here today. We're very excited to have you on. Um, what first sparked your interest in basketball as well as coaching basketball in particular? Well, I, mean, I think what first sparked my interest uh, probably was just the joy I get from seeing people uh, grow and develop and have success. I think my first time ever coaching basketball, I was a sophomore in college and uh, there were about six or seven guys who wanted to make the, the team and they didn't, they didn't make the team. So I started an intramural team. And so I would leave practice and I would go coach this intramural team just to give them guys an opportunity to be a part of a, a, a team. And so that was the first time I kind of felt like there was something going on. I mean, obviously that was a long time ago, but, and then when I graduated college in 2000, um, you know, I went home that summer and typically August you head back to campus. And so I, I was graduated. I had a psychology degree and really had no reason to head back to campus, but I wanted to go back. And, and so I thought about entering in the air force. Uh, my college coach ended up calling me back and, and invited me to be a graduate assistant. Uh, so I got into coaching kind of by accident and just fell in love with, you know, being in the gym and seeing guys develop as players and as people. That's, that's awesome. That's, that's great to hear. Um, I'd love to talk a little bit about uh, your process in coming, in coming to BC. I know you've, you've talked about how this is a place that really uh, matches who you are, your values. Um, can you talk about what, uh, what drew you to, drew you to Boston college? Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing that drew me to it, uh, two things. Number one, I wasn't looking to leave, you know, uh, where I was, you know, where I was was a really good place. I enjoyed it. My family enjoyed it. Uh, you know, but there was a Tuesday, one Tuesday afternoon, my wife mentioned to me that, Hey, look, Boston college job is open. You ought to apply for that job. And I said, Hey, it doesn't work that way. Um, you know, obviously they'll, they'll figure out who they want to hire. And, and, uh, and then that was Tuesday and on Thursday, I got a call. So it was kind of weird that, you know, on Thursday I got a call. So, uh, so it started that way. But what, what drew me to the place was a couple of things. One, I thought the athletic director, Pat Kraft, you know, his approach to our conversation, uh, you know, I really felt like this was a place where family was important. Uh, this was a place where you can grow in your faith. You know, uh, also, I thought it was a place where, you know, you can leave a legacy and do something special, you know, because of the program having so much success in the past although they hadn't been recent success, uh, the program has had great success in the past. So that that part right there, you know, attracted me. Also, I think this is a fighter's place. I think this is a place for, you know, uh, guys with chip on their shoulders, guys with edge uh, to play in this conference, you know, in, a, in this city. I think it's a blue collar city. So I thought that fit me, you know, I'm, I'm family is important to me. 
Uh, my whole career, you know, we had to find guys and really develop them, find guys with edge and toughness with a chip on their shoulder. Uh, and I, I like the fact that they really want to win and, and, and put the commitment and resources into the program to try to help us win. So I thought it was a great opportunity uh, to come here. Yeah, that's great. I mean, you did kind of just touch upon this, but, you know, having spent most of your coaching career in the South, what is it like personally for you coming to a new area, you know, moving your family across the country and on a professional level as well, as far as coaching and recruiting in a new area? Yeah, this is the second time I left out of the South. I mean, I went to uh, the Midwest. I went to Wichita State, uh, spent some years there trying to build that program. It was in Kansas, uh, you know, and we as a family at the time didn't know you know, we wanted to leave the South and go out of our comfort zone, but but we found that Kansas was a great place. It was cold, all right, but it was a great place. Uh, we built a built a great program, and so, you know, I think uh, we've been I've been coming up here the last seven years. You know, our conference, the CAA, is is kind of from South Carolina all the way up to New York. So we every year we come up here, and I've always really enjoyed Boston when I came and loved the city uh, over the last seven years. So. My wife knew that, um, how I felt about the city. And obviously when she mentioned to me, you ought to apply for the job, that gave me uh, you know, some confidence to know, man, maybe she's willing to move. So the family's excited to get here. Uh, they probably won't be here for another month or so, but we'll, we'll make the adjustment in April and May. Culture has, uh, kind of creating a culture um, within the program has clearly been a big focus of yours since taking over. Um, we see with that you know, gritty, not pretty uh, catchphrase that you guys got going. How do you work to, uh, to create that culture? I mean, just do it every day, you know, just day to day. You know, I mean, it's, it's one of them things where, you know, just give great effort when we get in the gym, you know, work at it hard, uh, control the things that you can, you know, try to make good decisions, uh, in the community, on campus, in the classroom, um, you know, uh, keep our keep our space over here in the locker room clean, uh, have a good attitude, you know. But a lot of it is just day to day work ethic, you know, being willing to roll your sleeves up and work, uh, not afraid to sweat, not afraid to, you know, give extra effort. Um, and so that's that's what it is. I mean, I think you know we started workouts this week. Uh, you know, today will be uh, everybody will get their second rounds of workouts today and tomorrow, but. You know, just sweating and working hard and giving good effort, you know, and having a good attitude. It kind of just starts with that. Yeah, that's great. Um, you've had experience and success in the ACC with Clemson. What does BC need to do to get to that level of competitiveness? I think the biggest thing is, you know, really develop the players that we have right now that's in our, our locker room. We do have some good players, but just develop them, uh, you know, work with them, help them reach their potential, uh, and then really recruit uh, some other talented guys that have the right mentality about trying to come in here and, and, and being at a program uh, where they got opportunity to play, but there's some challenges because of how talented the league is, but guys who, who want that challenge and guys who uh, have an edge about them. Um, I think that's probably the biggest thing in terms of, you know, turning the program around. But again, some of it is, you know, developing the guys that's, that that's here making sure we find out who's really committed to putting that Boston jersey on their chest, like who it really means something to, um, and then work with those guys and then and then add some some different players to it. Uh, and then just build it. You know, right now we just want progress. You know, we're not going to go from where we are right now to the top of the mountain, but we need to make some progress initially and then build on it once we see, see the initial progress. 
Yeah, you just you just mentioned uh, kind of adding players. Uh, I'm curious about the process of filling kind of filling out the roster, especially with Stefan Mitchell leaving for the leaving for the draft, a bunch of players in the transfer portal. Um, obviously, you've already landed uh, Brevin Galloway as, as a transfer from from Charleston, um, and I know have been kind of recruiting other players uh, through the portal. What's the process of kind of filling out the roster, um, especially with a bunch of guys uh, in the transfer portal and, and maybe not coming back? Yeah, you know, right now, I mean, I think, you know, uh, once you get in the transfer portal, that just means your name is in there, and all it means is different schools going to hundred schools going to call you and only five of them really make sense for you. So it's to me, I think a lot of time for kids, it's a waste of time. Uh, we do have a couple of kids in the transfer portal, which I anticipated, you know, before I got the job, especially with the way the year went with the COVID, they lost their coach who meant something to them. Uh, you know, and they had relationships with the previous staff, uh, COVID, it's the way the season went. And so I, I anticipated there would be some guys going in the portal, but they're, they're in the portal, but they're here. So we, we see them, we work with them, we talk to them, we try to encourage them to make sure they understand that, that this is a place where they still can you know, reach their goals and they still can dream big, uh, that those dreams still alive here at Boston College. So uh, so we'll see you know, in the next couple of weeks who decide to you know, stay and really believe in this program and who moves on. I mean, that's, that's their choice, not mine. And, uh, but as it pertains to recruiting, it's a different landscape than it's ever been. There's about a thousand kids in the transfer portal, thousand plus kids. So all these universities, we're gonna end up swapping players. Uh, and uh, my, my thing is I wanna make sure that we get guys that's got some good character, that uh, is willing to roll their sleeves up and work, that's got good attitude, you know, that wanna be here and wanna be something, a part of something bigger than themselves. So uh, we're looking, uh, you know, we have had success. We did get that first commitment. I can't elaborate on it yet, but and we we hoping to get another commitment here in a couple of days. That's awesome. I'm very excited for the upcoming season. Um, I know you talked to Father Leahy for a while. And what was that conversation like? And how does faith influence your role in your life? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, uh, the conversation I had with Father Leahy, you know, I think when, you, when you're thinking about a job that you want to move to, uh, a lot of times what's important is the people at the job. Like, it's not so much how nice the facilities are or how much resources and money do they have. Yeah, those things are important. But what's really important is the people, because if the people are very uh, grounded and, and are about the right values and you enjoy working with them and being around them, that's probably the most important part of the job and the happiness you have at that place. So with Father Leahy, you know, we spoke for about two and a half hours in the interview process, just me and him. And I think the first hour, man, I just was very impressed that we just talked about family and faith. I mean, we talked about men and women for others. We talked about, you know, servanthood. We talked about making an impact in the community. We talked about transformation, you know, making sure that you take a young man coming to your program and when he leaves, he's ready to be a successful, productive citizen, uh, that he can be a good husband and a father. Like, you know, so you're teaching them values to make him a better person. And so for me, just to have that first 60% of our conversation be about those things was very attractive to me because, you know, I got a wife, I got three sons. And I mean, that's important. That family is important to me and it's important to him and servanthood and humility. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's where it was. Um, we talked basketball, we talked basketball, we talked about ACC, but it was like at the last part of the conversation. And so he had his priorities right. And that was, that was, uh, 
attractive to me. That's great. Lo love to hear that. Um, I know you, you met emphasize in a recent interview, and I've, I've talked about since since getting to the heights about the importance of um, establishing a strong um, program to really connect with local recruits um, and to really to really build a, a Boston brand. Uh, how do you kind of work to establish those ties with um, local coaches, local recruits, and um, and really kind of lock down the city and, and its recruits? I mean, just be real genuine and uh, authentic, you know, and, and make the connections, you know, let the people know that, that we're here, uh, let them know that we want to recruit their programs, uh, let the kids know they welcome the campus. Uh, certainly my coaching staff, you know, I want to bring in guys who have relationships already with this region uh, that have already been recruiting these areas and have some connections where people already trust them. So I think having the right staff will help with that. But then there's being genuine and real, you know, and being honest and, and communicating because uh, all of us about relationships. And so just building relationships and, and letting everybody know in this area that they're welcome to come to campus and, and we want to be a part of their programs. We want to recruit their players. Uh, so that's really the biggest way to do that, just genuine relationships and being authentic. All right. That's awesome. Um, so our last question is something kind of fun. So I'm sure that Boston is definitely a big change from Charleston, but as you settle in, um, do you have any favorite places or restaurants or things to do with your family in the new city? I mean, I got to discover all of that. Um, you know, I know it's a lot of history here, so I look forward to, you know, I spent a lot of time studying the history in, in Charleston when I was there. So I look forward to really digging into some things here. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure exactly about the restaurants. I know Maine is not too far from here, so I, I would imagine I can get some good lobster chowder somewhere. Um, you know, so, uh, but really I haven't had a chance to think about that. I've just been, you know, busy the last week and a half trying to take care of the things that we needed to, needed to take care of initially. Um, I finally got a campus tour today. You know, I was able to walk around for about 30 minutes on campus. So that was nice. Um, but yeah, just taking it one day at a time and hopefully, you know, things will settle down at some point and I'll be able to really try to take a look at the city and see some of the things I want to do. I know I want to go see a Boston Celtics game. Uh, Aaron Neesmith is from Charleston. He got drafted. Uh, so we were texting about how crazy is it that two Charleston boys are in Boston. You know, Grant Williams is a guy we try to recruit at Clemson um, and at the College of Charleston. So, you know, I look forward to, you know, being at those games to watch those kids that we that we have relationships with. I mean, the weather's warming up, so that's nice. It's nice. Uh, yeah. Those are um, all the questions that we have. So thank you so much again. Um, this is super exciting. This is only our fifth episode of this podcast. We right. perfect time to bring you on. Um, yeah, thank you so much. Good to meet you guys and I appreciate it. Thank you again to Coach Grant for joining us. We hope everyone enjoyed our interview and thanks for listening to Eagle Eye Today featuring the new Boston College men's basketball head coach, Coach Earl Grant. Be sure to keep up with the latest episodes of Eagle Eye, featuring prominent guests from Boston College, as well as our THR videos posted on the Heights Facebook page every Monday for Boston College's latest news. Also make sure to keep up with our social media at BC Heights on Instagram and Twitter and the Heights on Facebook. Don't forget to give us suggestions on who you want to hear and what you want to hear about. Thank you everyone for listening and be sure to check back here in two weeks for another episode of Eagle Eye.